this is Subjective Comedy Podcast with Corey Miller and Brad Scott because what do two guys with a failed podcast need? Another podcast no one will listen to. Maybe if my dad put this much time into his act, Bob and Tom would have had him on. Anyways, here's Subjective Comedy Podcast. I'm not looking at you puzzled like this because I don't know the song. It's Cypress Hill. This is an interesting Cypress Hill weed song to choose for a show hosted by the King of Bong Style. Hits from the bong is my theme chord. You can talk. All right. This isn't WrestleMania. You don't have a muzzle. Like It'd be better if you would actually talk at times. Hello. I was waiting for you to introduce Welcome. Me. This is the show where I treat Corey with respect. <laughs> You've always been an equal on this one, right? Yeah, kind of. Very little berating. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I think it's because I like I just I, I need a break <laughs> <laughs> from your awfulness of berating you, so I'm like, ah, just let it slide. This show's not gonna grow. <laughs> Maybe it will now though. Maybe. We are uh, you can talk too, by the way. This this is very relaxed podcast. Oh, okay. This is WrestleMania is very strict. So we just okay, let's this is a show where we You want to do back some introductions the, first before you start peeling that, that curtain back? Sure. Okay, good. You do. No, no, no. You're the introducer guy. I'm Brad Scott. That's Corey Miller that's being a douche. Nope. And the guy who won't talk is Mark Biddy. That, that's me. Wait, are we using your... No, that's Producer no, Fresh. It's, it's Producer Fresh. Or Fresh Producer or Fresh, or fresh produce. produce. We don't know yet. Did we get those live pulls up? We didn't get the nickname pull up yet, but we will. Don't look at me. Yeah, I mean, you're just scrolling through Cypress Hill songs we're not going to play. Nope, I'm looking. You're looking for the song. I was looking for the outro music. Hits from the bong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for it. Uh, uh, Anyway, so this is. uh, I have to do the whole show introduction. I just wanted to start with the conversation this time. Hmm. Subjective comedy is a podcast where I talk about my personal life. I'll burn a bridge or two. Who knows? It's a fun ride to watch me downward spiral in this business we call show. This is a fun podcast, though, because uh, guess who's climbing up the slide of life? Who? By the way, do you like that? The slide of life? Because I'm going to climb up and then... So you're going to go to the top of the slide. Burn my thighs all the way down and get hit by a rusty nail. So you're going to try and g- make your career go up the hardest way instead of exactly. going up the actual ladder, which would be the easier way. Oh, no, no. I'm going up the ladder just to slide back down. Oh, okay. I got you. We thought you were going up the chute part. Yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like You can't do that in chutes and ladders. It's mm, forbidden. I know. You know what? Do you remember? That used to be like a heated conversation amongst people. Board game rules. Oh, yeah. And it's weird. Everybody's like, no, no everybody, everybody has their own. Rules. You know why everybody had their own rules? Because everyone lost the fucking rule book and had to just make <laughs> shit up. On the fly. Monopoly's like, we were supposed to be a different version of chess. We don't know what the fuck you guys are doing on property. And yeah, everybody's got different rules for for uh, for Monopoly's. Like, that's like the big one. Yeah. Like, depending on who you play with, it could be a totally different set Did of rules. Did your family 
uh, pay out free parking? No. Yes. See? Right there. I thought those would have been reversed. <laughs> I would have thought your family would have been sent here. <laughs> well, it's free. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you land if you land on free parking, you get the money that's in the middle that's been collected from all the taxes on the other property. Oh, that's what you did with the tax money. Yeah. You didn't invest it back into the community. You just threw it in a pile in the middle and said, <laughs> hey, whoever parks here gets all the cash. Yep. What was your go-to uh, uh, like token? To- uh, I was always the race car. Of course you were. Yeah. Sometimes I would be the boot though. Is your favorite color blue? That was my that was the color of my room for a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was the thimble. You're literally what every child manufacturer markets twice. <laughs> <laughs> Trucks, boats, blue. I was I was the, I would the race car and I'd sometimes be the boot if somebody else beat me to the race car. I wish somebody would <laughs> be the boot <laughs> on this show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I forgot. He's equal here. Yeah, equal. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you're, I'm sorry. You're I was a thimble. I think I was like always just different. Like whatever. I was always random. Like sometimes I'd be the dog for like a few times I play in a row. Because like, I don't know, did you ever play Monopoly like in phases where you have played nonstop? Like you just find people to play with and you uh, play game after game like, yeah. all the time? Me, my brother, and sister played pretty much every day. Really? Yeah. Who was the best player? Me. Why do you say that? Like, what do you have to back that up? Back, give us, like, okay, so if you're a sportscaster, give us the breakdown of why you were the best Monopoly player. Uh, what was your strategy? How did, how did you have the winning formula? I was the oldest, so... Oh, so you just made the rules up. Well, no, we played by... Gave them all ones? We played by the actual <laughs> rules, but I was also the most manipulative. So oh, I could get my brother to just, like, trade me properties for, like, pennies on the dollar. Hey, I'll, uh... I'll give you the uh, the names and addresses of your real parents if you uh, give me boardwalk. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you're adopted. <laughs> uh, so sorry. So uh, go ahead. So what was your strategy? Just so being manipulative and being a I dick? Would, no, I would just control the second two planes. So like if you break it down. So like your uh, you're looking at like, uh, are you talking about the Illinois? So from, from jail to go to jail. Like that part. So the reds, the oranges, mm-hmm. uh, the greens. Okay, yeah, yeah. Illinois, Indiana. Yeah, that that right road. around the free parking thing. Right, yeah, right around the free that parking. corner, the free parking corner. So those, that's the, that and the darker greens are mathematically the most landed on properties, and then you only build houses. You never upgrade, because if you're playing by the actual rules, you can't add any houses or hotels. So if you own, wait, wait, wait. Then why are they in the box? No, no, no. So you can. There's 32 houses and like 18 hotels or whatever it is, but you can't. Oh, you can't have double up. Well, you can own four houses, on but each you can't property. have hotels and houses on the same property. But if I own 32 houses on my properties, you can't buy houses. Oh, if you buy them all, like yeah. the houses are there's only 32 there's, available. There's a finite amount of. It's houses. like a trailer park, right? It, <laughs> you just can't add more space. Unless you're Ready Player One and you stack them, but um, we're going to that soon, folks. <laughs> Be nice to your neighbors. So, strategically, if you just buy all the houses, we're there here, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, those motherfuckers are playing like tennis in their virtual suit every night. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So, if you just own all the houses, mathematically, you have the most income. And oh, because th- because th- technically you have to buy four houses before you can upgrade to a hotel. That shows you if you can't if you have all the houses, Corey. No one else can even put one house, so that means they can't put a hotel. Yeah, 
You know what, though? You know what happens then? Oh, no, no, no. At this fucking house, we're allowed to. No, no what we do is There's... you go get pennies. You, no, you go get Legos. <laughs> go get the green Legos. Cut them in half. <laughs> now, bring me that Ginsu knife I got off TV. It'll cut a Lego. Corey, what was your strategy? Um, I, I would buy. By the way, if you need to look, I have, uh, I have the board. I would pretty much buy anything I landed on. And then if it was something like I had the third one and somebody needed that, to, you know, for them to be able to do that, I would, you know. Oh, my God. Either make a trade or sell it to them high. I just had a brilliant idea. No, we're not doing a live uh, Monopoly play. I know that was you making a bad joke. And if I had a sound effect, I would throw it your way. Buddy, <laughs> you're almost dead on. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity. Not Monopoly. It's too long. If you can find a condensed version, Celebrity maybe. Celebrity Monopoly Jr.? <sighs> I feel like with all the pedophile stuff, Jr. is not a great title. <laughs> How about Celebrity Yahtzee? Okay. But, but no, but like Monopoly is great because of the fights that could happen, right? Like, hey, did you ever get into a fight over Monopoly? We've we've had. Some, I'm sure you did. We've had we've had some arguments. Ever fist ever thrown? No, boards were thrown. No, you weren't playing right. Boards like, were you, thrown. You're using the wrong <laughs> rules. You're using the wrong rules. Corey? No. Property disputes are decided by fisticuffs in the backyard. I murdered someone one time over. Uh, I thought it was boardwalk, but sly son of a bitch gave me Baltic Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one time well, I he's dead now. I think one time we were playing and the argument started. It started to get a little heated, and my ex was like, "We're done. I'm done." Did you see the happiness in his face when he said <laughs> "X"? <laughs> I bet. Yeah, you okay? You know how when you first get in a relationship. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, my girlfriend. It's my girlfriend. I had Corey be like, yeah, my ex. <laughs> my ex, yeah, not even here anymore. Look at this. That bedroom's mine. <laughs> I got the whole bed. Wait, 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 wait. I don't have to keep 14 parakeets in this apartment. I don't have to sleep on the same side every night. I bet you know what you should do? Huh? This would be baller ass shit. You need to get a shark. <laughs> Mark, you don't understand that fully. Why? So, if you're a listener of the Showdown podcast, which is part of the Brad Scott Podomatic Cinematic Universe, you know that Corey used to reside in the Miller Zoo, which was a house filled with animals. And they had a big fish tank right next to where we recorded because ideally that's what the noise you want coming on yeah, the podcast. Running water. <laughs> and. Corey's ex. You almost, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You almost said I'm sorry. Why don't you tell the first part of that story again? Oh, what do you mean? What first part? The part of the where we were getting. The I was heated? giving you an opportunity to say my ex again oh, my to ex. make you happy. Uh, like we just oh, played. Yeah. That's why I said the very first part. Okay. So where were you? We were at the house. Whose house? My ex. All right. Yeah. Uh, and they had a huge fist take. His ex the, convinced him. There were sharks <laughs> that these fish who were fish were sharks. He believed it. Okay. Like what kind of fish? I don't know what kind they are, but they do look like f- sharks. It wouldn't surprise me if they were goldfish. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. But, I was like, Corey, you like. But here's the worst no, part. No, they were in another Here's tank. the worst part of it. This 
poor dumb bastard believes her for probably over a year and just finally get this shocking discovery happens and the most shocking part was Vic and I are so dumb we believed him for the entire year too. We were always referencing the sharks on the tank. Like we here's what you can go back and listen to episodes where we'd be like, There's sharks in the tank and people are like, ha ha because that's ridiculous and dumb. We're like, No, really? Like the, look at these and it's just like, nah, that's those aren't really sharks. They gave those out at the fair. <laughs> but they in, in, in my defense That one still has the pink dye from the bowl coming off of it. Sorry, go ahead. In my defense they do sell mini sharks at PetSmart or one of those places. Yeah, but you would have known. No, because I saw that. They, they did look like sharks. That was like human <laughs> trafficking with animals in there. Just so many in and out. Like yeah. and there's all these tanks being moved around. I swear to God, they were money laundering for cocaine or something going on. The fish or? Yeah, the fish. Yeah, the fish. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this is a comedy podcast, I swear to God. Uh but I do think that celebrity, like, you could do local celebrity. Now that we have all the, by the way, have you not just realized, like, are you getting annoyed with uh, Margaret? How many? I, God damn it. You know what I think it is? I'm so, I'm so nervous that I don't know whether it's fresh producer or producer fresh first. Mark is fine. Well, but no. Okay, for this one, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, this is the slut that we fuck on the weekends and don't tell our wives about. <laughs> That I, I, I mean, eight people download it. Oh, oh okay. I got you. I got you. So, uh, oh, fuck, I uh, how many ideas you have? Oh yeah, how many ideas? So we're doing a live stream of Celebrity Monopoly coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Monopoly Junior. Fuck it. Fuck the kids. Don't <laughs> fuck the kids. Oh. Yeah, you might want to reward that. <sighs> we might want to just scrap this whole podcast. Yeah, we're no. We're but no, we. Uh, yeah, should we just move on? Yep. Yep. Okay. You wanted to talk about Red Curb and uh, Kettletop. Yes, I know. <laughs> Why do you think that song started the show? <laughs> but look at how long I had to wait to really be this. Hmm. Was it this obvious on the WrestleMania? No, it was this long for you to realize it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Oh, no, no, no. I knew the whole time. <laughs> I was aware. Okay. So you wanted to talk Kettletop. Thanks for giving it away. Yeah. Did want to talk Kettletop? I also want to talk Red Curb. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, damn man, this is what I wanted to do with Eric. He actually went. I wanted to get his experiences, but uh, we—I was lucky enough to be asked to help a couple of businesses build a comedy show and Red Curb and Avon and Kettletop and Anderson. So Thursday night, uh, we had Jeff Horst in Avon. Show one good. Show is really good. Jeff Horse is funny. That dude is really, really funny. By the way, uh, this is not a lecture. <laughs> Feel free to conversate either one of you and not just stare at me. I'm just listening. <sighs> okay. Okay. You know what we're going to mm-hmm. do? Oh, yeah. For, oh, sorry. For, sorry. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did we do a whole bit on that on that whole mm-hmm. episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember what I said? There's a difference between listening and just sitting in fucking silence. Mark, you're learning the hard way. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm disciplining my child in front of company, but mm-hmm. yeah, like you gotta give me something, one of you. Mm. Well, yeah. You gotta feed me back something. I okay. feel like I'm drowning out here. I'm super high. You guys have to apologize. My uncle died last night. Uh, but thanks for bringing that up. Uh, it's really inconsiderate of you. Uh, by the way, that is true. And by the way, if you feel like I'm abusing this too much, uh, my uncle would think that's the funniest part of it. So. 
I thought you were. I thought, I thought you were going to say, "Well, you haven't listened to my my comedy." Yeah, it's all about my dead uncle. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with if you think I'm abusing it too much. It's because my uncle just died last night. Ah, I should have. I should have. Uh, have you guys noticed that though? Did we come up with better punchlines than you? Wow, really <laughs> just latch it on there, aren't you? I, 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 I forgot you guys went word for word on that one, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, huh? Yep. So anyways, have you noticed that? Like funerals and stuff, and when people die, like, I don't know, I feel like if you know the person really well, then you would know. You get to honor them how you want. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like you get looked down upon or people judge you if you're not acting in exact certain way, which is the overly emotional tears. This is so sad. Yeah. Uh, we I hate meeting like this. I don't know how many times I was uh, my funeral for my friend Jason, uh, the one that died of cancer. Like, again, thanks for just bringing up all my <laughs> close people in my life that are dying on me. Recently. Yeah, no problem. Uh he would have thought that funeral was the weirdest and that like little wake or whatever was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, um, that's why I can't go to funerals because I don't have that like somber. Dude, I'm I'm if I'm drunk, I'm emotional. That's the only time, though. But I'm or if I'm excuse me, if I'm extremely stressed and worn out, <laughs> I deal I deal with sadness and stuff in like just by laughing or making jokes about me too. ridiculous things. And so I like to make jokes about it. Yeah. And most of my family cannot deal with that. Oh, no. My, I swear to God, this is like we're kindred spirits. My family's the exact same way. But go ahead. But so. Um, By the way, Corey, see, this is how you add to the conversation. I'm giving him the reins to tell the story, but I'm also going, yes, I relate to that as well quickly. And then letting him to go back on it. Just giving you a heads up. Okay, go ahead. You're also interrupting the story. <laughs> So when I uh, when I had to go to my grandfather's funeral, I uh, thanks for bringing that up, Brad. Ha! <laughs> but uh, little oh, that, yeah, he was ready for that. Well done. <laughs> but um, it was at my church that I grew up in, and you know the pastor that confirmed me into the church or whatever was the one presenting it, and I'm just in the back, just cracking up, laughing because I'm talking to my sister. Wait, what are they presenting? Uh, when my grandpa had his funeral. But what are they He's pres- like re- reading the eulogy okay. and stuff like that. And like the eulogy was written really well. Um, and so I'm sitting there with my sister and I'm just making jokes about the eulogy. I'm like, yeah, grandpa wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't have been something he wanted fucking talked about. Like, yeah. And so we're just, you know, trying to not burst out laughing in this 50 person chapel and just getting dirty looks from everyone in our family to the point where I just had to, like, get up and actually walk out. I don't, I don't really go to my family function stuff anymore. I don't go to Christmas don't or Thanksgiving. Either. Like, I just, for one, I honestly don't have time. I mean, I think it was, like, two things ago. I was in fucking a casino in Michigan uh, doing a show on Thanksgiving. So it's just, yeah, but it's a weird thing because it's like, yeah, well, you, it's like, it's weird because, like, I know them better than you. That's why you feel, right? Because you're like, right. I know I know this would be weird to them. Like, those are such contrived, false situations. There's not a sincere conversation that goes on at a funeral, I bet. Over, under, a number of sincere... Let's bring Corey back into this, because, again, he's doing not doing the one fucking thing he's supposed to do. You're speaking. I'm being quiet. Heaven mm-hmm. forbid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Does that feel like deja vu, what we just had? Because am I supposed to be the one that's... <laughs> we 
literally just had the conversation where I go, you said like three sentences. You can, so you're telling me you can't go th- more than three sentences before me ha- before I have to chime in. Not if you're gonna live in my head. <laughs> He's in my head, folks. Corey's. It took four fucking years. He's figured out the formula. He figured out the formula to get in my head and fucking make me bad at this. I'm in his head. Oh, he's stealing my shit now. <laughs> That's how ballsy he's gotten. He's just, I'm going to take your characters, motherfucker. Yeah, you won't be doing this anymore. The last 48 hours have been pretty big for Corey. <laughs> yeah. And it's all going to come crashing down. <laughs> now I'm that crazy guy. Like, watch this. Like, I'll be back. Uh, I'm John Lovitz and uh, the wedding singer. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. I'm reaping all the benefits. Uh... Over you under didn't on know. number of actual conversations. Oh, conversations, sincere conversations. At, or just at like a funeral? A funeral. I'm, you know, I'll even give you Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, family gatherings. Define sincere. So when my aunt comes up to me and says, are you still doing that little comedy thing? That's a good red flag. This is an insincere conversation. Yes. Here's what she's wanting out of this conversation. She is wanting for her to say, or for me to say my answer. doesn't matter what it is. Right. If she has gears, though, if it's a yes, oh, well, I need to come out and see a show sometime with no actual intention of ever going and seeing right. a show. I'll respond then with, uh, yeah, you should, uh, you should, you know, uh, come out. I'm doing shows in this day, this day, this day. I'm going to give you 18 options to make sure that you're free. Yeah, uh, just, you know, have your mom call me. I'm like, well, it is 2018. I can, I'm can. i not 12 anymore. I can't just text or <laughs> find out on Facebook. Yeah, well, just have your mom call me either way. Uh, maybe it's me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Then that, so that, your response to that should be, why would my mom have my schedule? Hold on. Well, first of all, because it's available online, and hopefully she likes my Facebook page. Uh, she just did that to be nice. She doesn't. <laughs> she said, well, she liked and unfollowed, I'm sure. Yeah. This way you won't bug me about it. Yeah. But. The other conversation is if I say I'm not doing comedy, I get a tad bit of sincerity, oh, a little bit of interest. What are you doing? Like yeah. with hope, you finally gave that dumb shit up. Good <laughs> for you. I didn't think that Garage Band was gonna make it. I was a comedian. I whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was all garbage. Uh, and then I respond with what I'm doing, unless it is something massively fascinating, such as the first time I decided I was gonna be a comedian at age 20. And then everyone wanted to know the comedian. Yeah. Like, if I can want something fascinating, is that. Otherwise, it's okay. Well, good for you. I'm really proud of you. That's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need to see Harper. And I'm like, okay, yeah, she's available to be babysat anytime because, you know, the mom's not around, so I could use a break. And she's like, yeah, just have your mom call me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the get out of jail free card. Just have your mom call me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, no, just take her now. She's yeah. here. <laughs> no, just have your mom call me. You'll be fine. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. That's the insincere. So how many do you think those happen? Because I bet you I have. How many insincere ones? I had the only sincere conversations I have at any of my family gatherings are with like cousins. I have like two uncles. I had two uncles. (laughs) 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 Uh, Watch out, Sir Hugh. I'm coming at you with them dead jokes. I can actually be friends with them here. Um, We're feuding on another podcast. But yeah, how many, Corey, do you think you have? How many insincere ones? Or sincere. No, how many sincere ones? I think that's a smaller number. So here's what you're probably more. probably not. I think a lot of it's small talk. Don't you don't you know he's been married. He's been in the loop. Right. You probably don't have many conversations at all. Like you said small talk. 
Yeah, that's like. insincere, Corey. Yeah, I know. That's, what that's I'm the literal. But you said no. I don't have very many insincere conversations. No, it's insincere. I don't have that many sincere. I think it's all oh, small okay. talk. Yeah. So what's yeah, what's the number of sincere ones you have? Less, I'd say one I'd, or two. Yeah, less than five, I would imagine. Out outside of people I talk to outside of those holidays, so like my sister and my brother, like two. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm counting Harper. <laughs> <laughs> so one. <laughs> my uncle Tom. Chris, Nick, oh no, my cousins, Chris and Nick, we, we all get along. Actually, I don't even think all my cousins. And then it's weird because like, okay, so my mom's side, they're like super waspy. Right. Like the kind of family that purges. And my dad's side of the family is like the family gets purged. (laughs) 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 Or is the family that's purging, but for the wrong reason. Right. They're not out to murder someone. They're out to like, well, if we get a few months rent together. (laughs) Like that's the Scots. Yeah. The coffees. Coffees. It's very oh, oh, proper. Lovey. Oh, they're still doing the comedy thing, oh, uh, uh, We heard about comedians when I was at Yale. It's an eye really. Again, just a laugh. Anything. I'm fine <laughs> tonight. Thank <laughs> you. You know I'm not doing well tonight. Pick me up. Uh. Be a good teammate. <laughs> so, we went from kettle top to the awkwardness of funerals. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I love this is the Scott family for you though. We're in doing a funeral. For one, that shit's expensive. Party. And then somebody's like, Well, do you go fund me? <laughs> go f- just go around telling people to fund me? No, go online. Oh, I don't go on the lines. <laughs> oh, what, I gotta sit there and listen for that horrible sound, watch that little man run, and yeah, not worth it. Mm-hmm. So dial up joke. Yep. Oh man, I make dial up jokes. <laughs> it is it's late for me, not you. Yeah, I know. <sighs> You've been making dial-up jokes for at least the last six or seven years. Anyways, we're doing a celebration of life. Okay. Like at a banquet hall. That's awesome. For the conservative stuffy people. Then we're going to find a dive bar, and they're going to get all fucked up. I don't care. But they're going <laughs> to get fucked up. I'll, do a lot of, I'll have a lot of weed and a lot of heroin, but I'm not going <laughs> to drink it. Yeah, alcohol is terrible for you. Awful for you. Yeah. But those lines of coke in the bathroom. That's well, that, no, that's good. That's, that's a mental stimulant. Yeah. That's a plant, Corey. That's right. It comes from God. Oh. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me my Coke. Not that Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Just a guy. It's a black guy with a lazy eye. <laughs> a lot of freckles. So I did. I produced my first show, f- kind of. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of help, but I mean, I feel like I was kind of the lead person in charge of it, so I feel safe. Like, I don't want to take credit away from the people that did the real work. I just did, like, the easy part of oh this is how it would work right you know and they nailed it out of the park jeff horse great amazing he came in sick i mean he was not feeling well thursday you kind of see it and still went up on stage did his time killed audiences loved him kettle top though uh because red curb is more of a traditional theater it's kettle top if you've listened to this show for a few months, I have talked a lot about I have a vision of how a comedy club should be run mm-hmm. and how there's a lot of bullshit. By the way, that was perfect. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of bullshit that goes on with comedy clubs. And uh, I think I was talking to Tony Foxworthy about this recently. So not just like comedy clubs kind of get this reputation of they they pay so much better than the one-nighters. Right. Right? Okay. When you say that, if I said, what do you think pays more, bar shows or comedy club? 
It would, I would say Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. The answer is yes and no. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say I think people go lean more towards a comedy club because it's a comedy club. And so so I think just, you know. Now, okay, now speaking for headliners who are draws, this is not applicable. Right. Okay? I'm talking about headliners at my level, Jeff Horse level, right. you know, beginning newer headliners. It's actually bar shows. So is that like just because you because comedy clubs have gotten away with over the years of you're doing of what underpaying i mean yeah because think about it so here's where here it, it, they it's sell it to you as 500 a weekend yeah you're making 500 for the weekend okay 500 bucks is nice and then you get there like okay you're doing 19 shows yeah <laughs> plus all your own promotion yeah and by the way you're not sleeping you're just doing shows like you keep doing the show <laughs> and when you're done with that show you start the next show. Right. The whole time you're here. And yeah, like the pay per show. So seventy five ish bucks average for a comedy club feature spot. So as a headliner, you do a typical weekend you do what, five shows? So it depends on the club. If they go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Two Friday, two Saturday, one Thursday. But like if you're a successful club like stand up live or Looney Bin, they run Wednesday still. So that's six shows, right? Yes. So six shows. But you actually don't get paid per show at the comedy club. It's that that's just the average. Right. They give you. Well, no, they give you like five hundred bucks for a weekend or whatever. Yeah. So the math works out to. So seven hundred dollars to feature bar show. Yeah. But now the one advantage like a comedy club does have is the two shows on the Friday Saturday tend to be probably more populated than a bar show would be. Um, and I think it's kind of split on what people think as far as which is the better room for merch. Right. I think it kind of depends on the actual venue itself. Because there's a lot of bars that I do, you know, regularly. I'll be there more than once, and I look forward to going to I'm like, Oh, these motherfuckers buy shirts. I'm looking forward to Tulsa this week. Because that's oil money. And those motherfuckers <laughs> want souvenirs. <laughs> and there's places, I, you know, there's bars I look forward to going to. That's like whatever Saugatuck, Michigan. It's a if you go there in the summer with all the tourists and shit, you clean up. So that's an advantage. But again, I think you got a bar show you can do this. So like I don't know. Like, so do you think comedy clubs pay? It's less underpaid though. By the way, it's like exposure work. They're like, oh well, you're you're headlining you're working a better us. venue. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, you're headlining for us, and we're an established name, so we'll get your name out there. Oh, but okay. I'm sorry. If there is a club doing that, they're lying for the most. But, There's like four clubs that'll do that. So it's it's like anyone who does freelance work. So like you know freelance editors or um, you know, uh, photo production, uh, graphic effects or anything like that. Um, a lot of people try to lowball them on their pricing, and they're like, yeah, but we're a major corporation, and this is exposure. oh portfolio. Yeah, like portfolio work. No, because like here's the thing. Unless you're a club that has chains. Or you're a national thing, like a improv or something, like any. I mean, I guess that's technically a chain or whatever. But I'm trying to think, like a Carolines. I don't think that's a chain. I don't think Carolines. So Carolines, something like that. Like a Unless funny bone where they have multiple across. Well, no. If you're one or the other, if you're either a chain or a name like Carolines, that right. can add to a resume. But I mean, dude, Visani is one of the best clubs in the country. If I put it on a resume for comedy, a lot of people don't know what the fuck it is. It's in Tampa, or around Tampa, like it's down there. So it's more to me. It's like. Sh- we even if that is the reasoning, right? There's never a guarantee 
that working a comedy club for one weekend will do anything for your career. Right. I don't care how much the club is promoting you beforehand. And no club seems to be doing a whole lot in the way of trying to help comedians build their fan bases. Now, there's exceptions to every rule. I'm talking about the majority. So why do I, you know, pay me fairly? If I'm not going to have anything happen with my career for it, I want to be paid fair for the work I do. Seventy-something dollars when I see a club that has 300 seats and they sell out every single show. With a two-drink minimum. With a two-drink minimum. I'm making 70-something dollars for that. I mean, like, it it sucks. I don't bitch because I take the money. I'm the one that agreed to the show. But that's what I'm trying to change. Okay, we'll wrap. (laughs) You are tired. What are you talking about? I don't know. I like. I thought you looked. You gave me like the looked at the phone, the and then came right back into the middle of the story. <laughs> like, did it not? I threw look? him off. I should have been sitting back the whole time and not like. Yeah, forward. or at least giving me an mm-hmm that we've gone over fucking four times in the show that you could contribute. He's been saying stuff too. It's not like you. You know, he takes every opportunity oh, to take time out. off. He's like, oh, but the dog was making noise in the background. That's your. Uh, that's your co-host. Okay, I'm just tired of losing it. Good Lord. These have been the two worst podcasts I've ever done. I know. I don't know. Yeah, you're off your game. Because even I've turned my game up here tonight. Yeah, it's yes. true. As as someone who generally doesn't, like, give him any. That's true. If you didn't think we're funny, remember, comedy is subjective. 